1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. I have a little frog in my throat tonight, forgive me. <clears throat> Not sure what that's about, but if we look at it from an energetic perspective, something that I need to speak probably to myself first. So we'll see what comes out tonight, all right? Um, I am your host, um, Eileen, the Heart Healer. So welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. And I am known as the heart healer for a very simple reason. It is my sole purpose for being here to remind everyone that their sole purpose, as well as my own, is to be consciously connected to our hearts in who we are being in our relationship with ourselves first, our, with our sources we believe it to be, in our relationships with others and our life experiences And the reason why this is so very important is because who we're being in this relationship with ourselves is what dictates what we're creating in our world. And make no mistake, we're the ones creating everything. The odd thing for us to conceptualize from the human perspective in these bodies with ego, mind, and personality is that. 99.99% of this creating process or co-creation process is done unconsciously. There is um, a knowing in the Ho'oponopono principles of healing that for every, I think it's about every 15 bytes of memory or data or information that we're consciously aware of per second as we're sitting here and thinking and being, right? There are 15 million bytes of information per second that are going on behind the scenes that we have no idea what what it's about. It's like when we look at a computer, right? We see the screen, and I am so not a techie person, so understand that that's where I'm coming from when I use this analogy, right? That as we're looking at the screen, we get to see the colors, the, cause you know, looking at the studio here and, and who's in the queue. And so we see color, we see form, we see letters, right? And sometimes we watch YouTube and we see movies. So we see movement or sometimes we're working in the word processing part of it and we're creating a document and we're typing and seeing what we're creating, Either way, we're only seeing what's on the surface, more likely than not the equivalent of that 15 bytes per second that we're consciously aware of. But behind that screen, there are, someone's going to have to tell me, millions or billions of processes that are going on that make it possible for us to see what we see on the screen. And that's true for any of our technological devices. Our phones, our computers, our laptops, our notebooks, our iPads, our, you know, whatever it is, anything technological, what, what function it serves versus everything that goes on to allow it to function that way and provide us with that service is always going to be so much more than what we're actually seeing or connecting to. And so, It makes it really important then that we understand instead of falling into that victim consciousness, what it is that we're creating is not always done consciously, but that we can work on what we've been creating and on the way that we are creating, the more conscious we are, the more mindful we are moment by moment with our words, our actions, being in, you know, taking stock, I should say, um, with our beliefs periodically to see if they're still serving us. Because beliefs are changeable. Universal truths are not. And what I mean by beliefs are changeable is consider this. um, Christopher Columbus traveled, from, was it Spain? Yeah, if I'm remembering my history. I am not a good history buff. You know, sailed by boat to see if the world was really flat because at that time the belief was that the world was flat. Well, he came back and he told everybody, lo and behold, the world's not flat. But I guarantee you, there were many people from that time that went to their graves believing that the world was flat because they could not shift that belief but the those that could adapt a new belief that broadened their awareness and said that the world is no longer flat it's now round and there's there's a lot more to this world than what we thought then their world opened up their life changed based on the changing of that one belief system. And so what we believe shapes who we are and who we are being shapes, what we create. So it's really important that we take stock periodically and do a review and see, well, does this still work for me? And if it doesn't, we get to change it. It's that simple. I know it doesn't seem that simple, but it is. And so what is it that we can do in order for us to feel empowered versus feeling like a victim in our lives? Because we all go there. It's a very human thing to do. But the way that we lessen the opportunities and the moments that we hold a space of victim consciousness, the more we're able to be in our hearts, living our lives from this place of awareness. And it's a game changer. Everything changes. Everything's different. If I believe, which I do, that I am here and that my soul S O U L and S O L E, because they're both applicable, that my sole purpose is simply to remember that I am love and how to be the expression of that, that I am the expression of the divine source, and how to do that in the human human being as a human being. If if I focus on that, then Everything becomes more effortless. I know this to be true for me. You have to determine if this is true for you because it's part of the process. For me, everything that happens in my life, good, bad, or otherwise, as I judge it to be, is still at its core the opportunity for me to learn this soul lesson. So I don't what is that expression in monopoly? Don't stop at, I can never remember it. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Just, you know, you don't, you don't hesitate. You don't stop and examine it or engage in it. You just know that you go to the root and say, okay, so what is this experience supposed to teach me about being a loving presence with myself first? You know, what fear has just come up that feels like abandonment because really that's the core issue for us all. And it's an illusion that God is separate from us. It's a very good illusion, however. And so we're all working within that same structure, that same framework of understanding and doing our best to move through each moment with a modicum of grace and ease and do what we came here to do, whatever that is for each of us. But at the core, no matter who you are on the surface, whatever your profession is, who you are in your relationships, how you serve others, even if that is simply, and I don't mean this literally, but simply serving your family, because that's anything but simple, right, then then what it, what it looks like is, oh, my brain just went, did you feel that?
2: (laughs) Don't you just hate when that happens? Oh, bless me.
1: All right. So I'm just going to take a breath. Hold on. (laughs) I so don't like when that happens. Okay. The illusion, right? We know that this is an illusion. Well, most of us do. Some of us do. I shouldn't say most of us. And those of us that do understand that this world we're in is an illusion, we get to recognize that even though it's a very good one, we're still here to function within its structure. And so, if I want this illusion of being Eileen, the heart healer, to empower me, then I want to be very clear about why I'm here. How I'm supposed to express that, who I'm supposed to be, so that I can accomplish what I came here to do. So I think what I was saying was whether you are, it doesn't matter who you are professionally, it doesn't matter what you do actually to serve, it is who you are being in that relationship with yourself that really matters. More than anything. And you're going to hear me say that for those of you that are new to the show or listening to the replay. You're going to hear me say that often. And if you listen to any of the other show replays that are in the archives, it comes up a lot because it's so important. Right? So I invite you to take a look at what do you find to be your challenges? And when a challenge comes up, do you find it to be empowering? Do you see it as an opportunity for learning or do you see it as something happening to you? Because if you see it as something happening to you that you have no power to change, then you're in the energy of being a victim and there's no power there. And so we get stuck in it until we find our way out. The easiest escape route or loophole is that when you find that you've, you've entered into that victim consciousness zone, shall we say, right, that your loophole is to remember that you're in charge of everything that's being created. You're just not doing it consciously. And so that's why another thing you're going to hear me talk about a lot on this show is Ho'oponopono, which is the ancient Hawaiian clearing process and healing process. It has made a tremendous difference in my life and in the lives of my clients that I've taught it to both individually as well as in a workshop environment. And the feedback that I've gotten from other people, not just myself, is that they've experienced everything from It's easier for them to be in their relationships where they were confrontational or adversarial. They've been able to hold a space of peacefulness, like in family relationships. Some have experienced physical shifts in symptoms in the body. Others have experienced a feeling of peace. For me, one of the most profound changes has been my relationship with my mom. And for that, I cannot begin to tell you how grateful I am for its healing PTSD symptoms from childhood that she doesn't remember. She has no knowledge of, but I've watched in the last eight months my mother shift from someone who has had very little quality of life by her own choice to being someone that is more connected. She is, she has a totally different quality of life. She's engaging with people where she lives. She actually, her sense of humor has come back, and her ability to express love and receive my expression of love has completely changed. These are the most extraordinary gifts to me. And the inner peace that I feel as a result of it compared to what it was before is nothing less than miraculous to me. So if you'd like to learn more about it, then reach out to me, schedule a 30 minute free heart healer session. The link is in the descriptor of the show. Or you can go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, com forward slash contact. And there's a link there for you to schedule it as well. And we can talk about what the issues are that you find that you're really stuck in and how Ho'oponopono or other services that I might, um, that, that I actually am able to offer might be um of service to you. And for those of you that are coming into the queue now, RJR producer, is not able to join us tonight, so please be patient. I will get to you. Hang in there. Enjoy the conversations before you, including what we are sharing at this time. We're talking about how to be empower, empowered in this life through conscious heart connection and how to really shift out of that victim consciousness. And different ways that you can look at what's going on in your life, including the tool of Ho'oponopono. We miss RJ when he's not here, but um, I will get to everyone in the queue. Ideally, um, we are only an hour show, so we're going to start our readings very shortly. I want to let you know for those of you that are new to the show that I do offer a monthly complimentary new moon clearing process. And that is different days each month. We actually have been doing a general one for a few years now. And started the first of the year with one with a special focus on entrepreneurs. Because entrepreneurs are a very large part of my market that I serve. Being one, I understand the process. And so the two coming up for this month are August 23. And August 26th, that's Friday and Monday at twelve p.m. Eastern time. This is done through freeconferencecall.com. If you'd like to register so that you can get the call-in information, go to my website at eileenthehearthealer.com forward slash events. The link is also in uh, the descriptor of the show here on Blog Talk Radio. All you have to do is register once and you'll receive your reminder emails and um, you are eligible then to receive the replay if at 12 p.m. Eastern time you are not available to join us live. This clearing process is to assist you in creating very clear and powerful intentions for the new moon and the next lunar cycle. So we do these calls a few days before the new moon. And the replay is available until midnight, the day of the new moon. And so I hope that you'll take advantage of of that and join me. Again, you can find the link to register on Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash events. Also, for those of you that live in South Florida, which is where I live, but a bit farther south from me, in that Broward, Miami-Dade area, At Zen Mystery in Dania, I will be offering an introduction to Ho'oponopono this Saturday, August 17 from 3 to 6 p.m. Look on my Facebook page at Eileen Gottlieb or at The Heart Healer. And you will, I think it's Eileen, The Heart Healer. And you will be able to um, find more information about this workshop. It is a fabulous three hours, so worth your time. Unfortunately, we do not have a digital format for this yet. We're getting there. But for right now, these are in-person events, and you walk away with tools. It's not just sitting there. It's experiential, and you'll walk away with three very significant tools to assist you in, in being empowered in your everyday life. All right. I'm going to stop sharing wisdom of a general nature. All right. And for those of you that are in the queue, please be patient. RJ, our um, producer, is not with us this evening. So I am managing the studio myself. So be patient with me, okay? I will get to you, I promise. All right, so we're going to begin our live readings. And and we're going to start with Paul in Toronto. Let me just get you live, Paul. Hold on a second. Hold on. I love technology. I love technology. I love technology. Come on. There we go. All right, Paul, you are live and on the air, sweet man. How are you tonight?
3: Hi. My question is what specifically could it be that got me into gotten me into a easy to maintain exuberant vibration August 4th to August 7th. I know it's in the work for sure. But I also drank coca cola uh during that time frame, and that got me in a revved up state where I could imagine more creatively uh I'm on antipsychotic medicine and that mm-hmm. uh blocks that blocks dopamine, and uh coca cola increases dopamine and uh yeah,
1: okay, so if I'm understanding your question, Paul. Normally, you have a challenge connecting. Is that what I'm hearing you say because of your medications?
3: No, I, I, I could connect easily, but I was in a very enhanced state, August 4th to August 7th. Maybe Got it. The Lions, yeah, I'm not sure. Lionsgate portal. Okay. Or, uh, yeah, it could be anything. Okay. Uh it could be the inner work that I was doing intensely. It
1: probably All right, is let me- that. That makes perfect sense. Thank you. I'm understanding your question now. Um, and welcome back to the show, Paul. It's nice to hear your voice again. Um, all right. Let me let Let's just connect in. If you'll just take a gentle breath into your heart and focus your attention there. <clears throat> and we're just going to ask for any, any and all information to help Paul to understand for what reason he had enhanced connectedness during August 4th through 7th. I want to say that you really are very aware of what it is. There is something in the current work that you're doing that, that is allowing you to be more present and in the moment, therefore more receptive. Um, what you're, what you're in, what you're can't talk, what you are identifying as an enhanced connectedness, um, it is something with your personal work that you're doing that enhanced it during that period of time. Um, I don't know Clear that sentiments. it is... I'm sorry, say Clear that one sentient. more time, Paul.
3: Clear sentient sound techniques, uh, uh, vibrational, accessing the vibration, uh, interacting with the universe, uh, any of this ring a bell? Interact, interacting it's a combination...
1: With Paul, it's the combination of all of them. And let me explain to you why. It's it's never just one tool for awakening that is the answer. All of them enhance our ability to perceive information vibrationally. What our gifts are. If we take uh, the time to pay attention to how it is the easiest for us to receive, and we work on enhancing those gifts of receiving, those gifts of perception, then, then everything kind of evolves exponentially. Let me give you an example. For me, I am... I am in my gift order. Intuitive is my is my greatest gift order. I'm also very empathic, and I'm very kinesthetic. So I feel energy. So when I do energetic healing work, either with someone with me or long distance. Um, I can feel their energy. I can feel the blocks and the flow, different things that I'm guided to work with in the field based on what they're complaining of or have an issue with versus what I'm guided to support them with. Um, When I do readings, it is the intuitive empathic part that, that is dominant. And so whatever I do that enhances my overall Present moment awareness enhances all of those gifts of perception. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. So if clairaudience is one of your gifts, if hearing, which is not mine, it's more Clare for sentience. me, it's into. Say that again?
3: It's clairsentience.
1: Okay. The ability so, to
3: feel any scenario throughout uh, my entire beingness.
1: Okay. And so if that is your greatest gift of perception, then do whatever it is that, and it's comfortable for you, do whatever it is that you do that enhances it. And anything else that you feel drawn to in a balanced way, and that's the key, to be open to multidimensional connectedness, but not in a balanced way, is a recipe for disaster. And so the more balanced we are with all parts of our lives, especially that which connects us to our multidimensional realities and perceptions, the more, the more we receive that supports us in a good way. Does that make sense to you, Paul? Yeah. And also
3: I have YouTube clips of me doing the practices for hours, and I could review them and see what's worked for me during that time frame.
1: That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Or just get quiet and ask. Yeah. You know, just yeah. get quiet and kind of revisit the things that you were doing during that period of time from August 4 to 7. Just kind of review it in your mind and feel in your body what's speaking to you as being what, what serves your highest good to continue doing. Yeah. But you remember Paul, I want want you to just really hear this because it's very important. Do it in a balanced way. Yeah. All right. Does that answer your question, sweet man?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it does. Thank you.
1: You're very welcome, Paul. Have a good rest of your evening and thanks so much for calling into the show. Take good care
3: okay bye
1: bye now blessings all right thank you paul all right and so now we are going to speak with erica in washington state good evening erica and welcome to the show
2: hi good evening thank you
1: you're welcome honey how can we be of service tonight
2: um I just had a question regarding my work situation. Um I just wanted to know what you have what advice you have for
1: that. All right, so give me some details please. So this is not a guessing game and so tell me what you really need me to know in order for me to give you feedback, okay?
2: Um well, I I work at a juvenile defense center and
1: Okay, stop, stop. Erica, say that again. You cut out it. for me, honey. Say that one more time.
2: Oh, I said, um, I used to work, or I work for a detention center, a juvenile. and got it. um, And I really, and it's a government job. So I really, when I first started, I was just like super excited, so in love with the job. Now I've been there like, um, you know, more than half a year. And I started to see things that shouldn't have occur. Um, I noticed now that people, um, my coworkers, they don't really care to do their job to the best of their ability. All they want to do is as little as possible, but still earning a paycheck. And so um, it's really sad to accept it. But now I realize like that that's just how it is, and um, and you just gotta, and I just have to accept it. So. Um, Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I just I feel very disappointed. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, okay, yeah, like it's just so disappointing. But um, like I I said, people don't, you know, they don't have to lift a finger; they won't.
1: And um, so, so I have a question. Sorry, I have a question for you. Uh Um, what's your role there? How what in what capacity do you work there? May I ask?
2: Yes. Um, I'm a an officer, so I just babysit the kids, basically.
1: <laughs> I I wouldn't even call it that. I think you hold a presence there that is incredibly valuable. Okay? Just because a system, as so many of the systems, government-wise and otherwise, are not working right now, doesn't mean that those of us that interject ourselves into those systems can't function with that higher vibration of love and presence and compassion. That's our choice. As long as you can do what it is that you idealized the job to be, and you can do it well, Trust me when I say to you, your presence has an impact on these kids. Don't worry about the other people. They're not your concern unless you're in charge of them. Do you understand what I mean? Does that make sense to you?
2: Yes. Yeah. This is, um, mm.
4: go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say like, you know, I just grew up thinking like, oh, my gosh, I do the best that I can. I had a grandpa that was at his job for a long time. He even retired there, and, you know, he never missed a day from work. He never called in sick. He always, always on time. He always did his job to the best that he could. And so, to me, that's how I grew up. So when I see people doing things that they're not supposed to, you know, Mm -hmm. it just, like, it just, to me, I, I just don't understand that. But like you said, I kind of realized, you know what, that's the supervisor's job and um, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't be like, you know, I shouldn't be saying anything because that's when they get like pissed off at me. Like, oh, my gosh, okay. he thinks I'm not doing my job, you know.
1: Okay. So I fun. hear you. I hear you. There are a lot of different ways of approaching this. If we look at it from from strictly an energetic and a spiritual perspective, what we get to see is here that you are a light being shined on an environment and system that is in need of light. Simple, right? Mm -hmm. Who you choose to be has nothing to do with anyone else. Who you choose to be in that environment is your choice. It's up to you. If you choose to honor the example that was set for you to have an excellent work ethic, an excellent sense of integrity and honor and compassion for the service you are providing, then that's who you choose to be. And don't worry about who else isn't. I will tell you that Ho'oponopono is an extraordinary tool for circumstances like this. And I I don't have time to go into the details of it with you, but I would highly invite you, schedule some time with me. I can give you step-by-step language and everything else that will assist you should you decide to stay there. To not only address the parts of it that are uncomfortable for you in the moment, but to assist you in changing it. What I would invite you to look at in the interim is there are there is a nine-part interview of Dr. Hu, H-E-W, Len, L-E-N. If you type in YouTube, Hu, mm-hmm. Len, and Ho'oponopono, that's H-O apostrophe O-P-O-N-O-P-O-N-O, Ho'oponopono, well, that may be wrong. If you type in just H-O apostrophe O-P, it'll come up. There are several YouTube videos that you can watch. Look at the ones that have to do with the work that he did at Hawaii State Hospital, the psychiatric facility, mm-hmm. and the unit for the criminally insane. Through this process, okay. he was able to completely shift everything in that unit. Mm-hmm. And and it would It would give me great joy to support you in giving you this tool to assist you. And I hope that you will take me up on my offer and and give me a call because you're in a unique situation. We are always exactly where we need to be, Erica. We don't always know Mm -hmm. the all of why, but we're always exactly where we need to be. So you have two choices. You can leave. That's always an option to. available to you. I don't think you do either. So so look for what will assist mm-hmm. you will. In, in holding that space so that you can be there. I promise you it will be an extraordinary experience.
2: Yeah. And I was thinking about you saying, like, we can choose to be a victim or we can, um, you know, be positive and, and basically, like, help ourselves and I was right. thinking about that and I decided that and like you said I'm gonna stay true to how I grew up and even if I'm the only one working so I, I one of my supervisors told me once you try too hard and to me it was kind of insulting because I'm not trying to do anything I'm just doing my job and he told me that and um like you said, I'm just going to continue to do the best that I can. And even if I'm like the only one working when you have a bunch of people <laughs> just sitting there doing nothing, uh-huh. I think that eventually maybe somebody will notice that, you know, I, I would rather people talk about me like, oh, my gosh, look at her working so hard than just saying like, oh, she complains and blah, 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 you know, like. You know
1: what? Negative. Don't That's worry about, Don't worry about other people's opinions. It's not your, it's not your opinion unless you embrace it as your own. That's just their opinion. Okay. Go in and be who you are. Hold that space of honor and integrity and compassion and shine your light to support these kids because they're in a horrible situation. And you are in a unique Mm -hmm. situation or a unique um, circumstance to be able to assist them in ways that they will never know about. Mm
3: -hmm. I look
1: forward to getting in touch with me, Erica. And I'm so excited that you called because children are my first love. I started out as a pediatric nurse at children's hospital in Philadelphia with working with teenagers. The kids are so Unique in their expression on this planet, and they need help. <laughs> they need yeah, help. Yeah, and they so, can be so
2: funny. They can, they totally can make be. your day. It's just, it's just, they it's can. a fun job.
1: So, I hear you. Yeah, thank you for that.
2: I will definitely look into it.
1: <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> yes. Erica. Have a good rest of your night, honey. Blessings and thanks so much you for too. calling. Thank you. Thank you. you Blessings. Too. All right. Okay. We're going to travel way back to the East coast to Alabama. And we're going to speak with Charlotte. You are on the air. How can we be of service Hello.
5: tonight? Hi there. I am, I am having a problem focusing. Okay. Um, as far as spiritually, I can focus very well, but physical the, like the, the physical goals, and just sitting down to read and staying there to read on, and making sure I exercise on a daily. Certain things are just not focused right with me right now.
1: And and were they before, Charlotte? Yes, they were. Okay. Do you identify? Because I want you to also be able to see this before I share this with you. Can you identify? At what point in time things shifted and your ability to focus on the human level became challenged?
5: I had to, um, well, I had a family issue that was very negative that I had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And then a friend of mine had a negative um, issue that I had to deal with. And in the middle of all of that, my focus on my on my thing got kind of
1: undone, okay, okay, so energetically, are you very sensitive to people's emotions because it feels like you yes. are oh, okay.
5: yeah
1: okay, okay, so listen to me this is this is real simple, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Charlotte, being an empath is is not easy but it's an extraordinary gift because it's part of who we are. Right. And so what happens is if we are empathic, which you are, then you must have remedies in place in order for you to be able to keep moving through the energy that you're picking up on. Okay. Okay. And so when you find that you have, that's why I asked, when did you notice that things shifted Um, When you Mm -hmm. find that you're around a lot of, and we're going to change negative to low vibrational
5: because anything that,
1: okay. Anything that we judge as negative is simply a really low vibration or energy experience. So it weights us down. And if we're not moving through it, if we're not clearing that energy, then Mm. we're, it's like whatever energy we've picked up on, imagine it being Velcroed onto you in different places and you can't do anything with it because it's not yours. Mm. And so the weight of that just slows the flow of energy down, which makes Mm. you feel heavier, along with whatever those specific emotional experiences are that are not pleasant. Therefore they're heavy as well. And they're yours. And it makes it difficult to focus. It's why people that are going through grief, that grief and grieving process oftentimes can have similar symptoms. They may have challenges sleeping. They may have challenges focusing. They may have a lack of motivation loss of hunger, too much appetite, so many different mm. ways, but they're all representing an energetic imbalance in the system that is us. Because we're not just these bodies. The body just represents okay. one layer of energy, right?
5: So basically this these, this is stuck on my energy on the astral or another plane. Is Don't worry saying?
1: about... Don't worry about what plane it's on. You have an energy system. Think of it as a matrix, a grid that you're part Mm -hmm. of and everybody else is part of it too. And you have Mm antennae that pick up more information. So somewhere within that matrix, you're taking Mm -hmm. on information or data that's not yours. Exactly. And it needs to be cleared in order for you to be able to open up your ability to be more in balance and focused and grounded. Mm Mm-hmm uh uh-huh. right so i'm going to give you a simple right. one here's a simple okay. one i invite you uh, to to do something more significant because this is not a new issue for you and it's no. not going to be the last time so this is the simple answer for right now i want you mm. to write this down okay this is a ho'oponopono mm. mm. prayer okay okay so to whatever the cause Mm-hmm. To whatever the cause for my inability to focus is. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. I sometimes language okay. it as to, to whatever memory or data or to whatever energy is the cause for.
0: Whatever whatever
1: it is, because we don't know the all of what the cause is. You just have your your 15 bytes of data per second is telling you that I've had a family issue that was negative. I have a friend who's had issues and th- that I've been a part of that's negative, And that's when I noticed this change in my ability to focus and be balanced. Mm. Right? So that's your 15 bytes of, of data per second. Now, the 15 million bytes per second is all the stuff behind the scenes, scenes that you have no idea is feeding into this symptom of lack of focus that you are expressing the need for support in. Uh-huh. So by doing the whole pono, the I love you, the I'm sorry, the please forgive me is speaking to the cause of which you don't know at all. The thank uh-huh. you is to God, divine creator, great spirit, whatever you call it for clearing yeah. it. And as it clears it in you, it will clear it from everything and everyone that it's connected to. You don't do it. Your creator does. But the effect will be one. a shift. You do it as often as you can think of it. And you do it in okay. response to when you have the awareness of a limitation. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. All right. Charlotte, thanks so much for calling. I'm so grateful that you did. I hope that this helps. Yeah, and you. please feel free to reach out to me if you would like for some support with us in the future. Okay.
5: Oh, you've been very helpful. Thank you. And you have a good You're evening. You're welcome,
1: sweetie. You're welcome. Blessings. Right. Have a good rest of your night. All right. Bye. All right. Now, for those of you that are in the queue that no one's spoken to you yet, please uh, be patient. RJ, our producer, is not here tonight, so I'm going to do my best to reach out to all of you. Hold on one second. Um, Okay. So our next caller is from area code 303, if I can get my studio thing to work area code 303 you are on the air can you tell us your first name and where you're calling from okay
4: um my name is allison i'm in arizona and i hope the background noise is not too bad
1: you're okay you're okay so far okay. if it gets to be a challenge i'll let you know how can we okay. be of service tonight allison and welcome thank you um
4: you're welcome i'm i'm very familiar with the work that you do and so Um, but um i'm in a particularly bad uh last couple of months with some some family issues came to a real head in a very, very painful way for me. Okay. Okay. And um I'm not looking for answers and or solutions because this is going to be a long process to fix this if it can even be fixed. Mhm. So in the meantime I'm kind of de- I'm dealing with the aftermath of a trauma. And I'm just I'm not feeling a lot of love for the other person on the other side of all of this at all. I feel a okay. lot of anger and resentment and I I just kind of wonder what what might if there's some kind of insight to this that might move me forward. Not the other person. The other person is not relevant in my life right now. It's me that needs to do the healing.
1: Allison, the truth is that it is only about us. And and if we if we see it any differently than that, then we miss the point. This experience that you've just had, as traumatic as it was, um, is your opportunity to come more into your heart with you. Yeah. And holding anger and resentment is is the stuff that disease is made of. And so I invite you to find yeah, your way to move through it for you trying, as quickly I as you can. Try my dentist, yeah. I trying hear you. I hear you. I am.
4: I am journaling. I am doing art journaling. Okay. I am writing, 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 you know, just personal emotions, Really Can I make exercising. a suggestion?
1: Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you detach from it for just a moment uh-huh. and as an outsider look at it as this is an uh-huh. extraordinary mm-hmm. opportunity yeah. for mm-hmm. me uh-huh. to understand my relationship with myself in a different way. Uh-huh. And and with gratitude to this other person for creating it with you because you created this just not consciously and so if that's true and if we create everything we just don't do it consciously are you open to clearing it without knowing all that it is
4: I'm working on that as well I'm actually doing that too I like step out to, outside of myself and pretend like I'm a, like, I would be like, if this happened to a friend of mine that I really loved and cared about, what would I be telling her to do? How would I be working for, on her mm-hmm. behalf? I I do that, too. That's kind of part of my natural um, ability to observe and detach. So that's So you get to engage. Process.
1: Okay. So you get to engage in it or you get to not engage in it and just clear it? And then just observe, be the witness of how it changes. And that's where Ho'oponopono comes in as a really amazing tool. So the two phrases that you might consider are to whatever memory or data is in me that is the source of my suffering in this situation. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. And repeating it as often as you think of it in the back of your mind, letting it running all the time. The other is to whatever memory or data is in me that is the source of suffering for everyone involved in this situation. And if you want to name them, you can, but you don't have to. And then you add the phrase that I am to atone for. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you, because you will never know all of what is creating this and all of why it was created. And the more you clear from you, the more it gets cleared from everyone and everything else that's connected to it, the lighter you're going to feel, the more clarity that will come to you and the more peace that will come to you. what I'm working on. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Can I invite you to not see it as work? It's work. It feels very effortful to me when we say that something is I'm working on it. Consider relanguaging that to words that feel more empowering perhaps. I am choosing To love this situation and clear every blessed fiber of light connected to it. Mm -hmm. Because it came to you for a reason. Because you're the one that can clear this. This is a huge ancestral or generational connected issue. Everything about it speaks to me about that. Does that yeah, make sense? That. to you you knowing everything yeah. that was involved?
4: Yes, I see I see the macro macro picture. I also see the micro micro picture. So good.
1: You taking the reins because you can, because you have the consciousness and the presence and the mindfulness to do so, and the tools can yeah. serve not just yourself but your lineage and everyone involved with this with the gift of healing. That's how powerful this is. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for calling, Allison. Mm -hmm. Have a good rest of your Mm -hmm. evening, okay? Yeah, you too. Bye. Thank you. Blessings. All right. Let's see. Let's see. I think we have enough time for our last two callers. Let's see. We are going to area code nine five one. If you could share, you're on the air. If you could share your first name and where you're calling from. Hello.
5: Yes.
1: Yes. Can I? Can you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? You are on the air. It's uh,
5: good uh, Good evening, Steve.
1: From California, welcome, welcome, and thank you for being patient. I know without having a producer to welcome you, it's a little challenging, so thank you. How can we be of service tonight, Steve?
5: uh, it's actually Nathaniel, but
1: uh oh Nathaniel, I'm sorry, I've heard that differently. Go ahead, I apologize, Nathaniel, How can we be of
3: service? Hey, well, you know, I'm just trying to see what you see. you know, I
5: got a diagnosis uh that I have a colon cancer and uh I just uh want to see you know what uh, you think about
1: it. Okay, and you're saying colon cancer?
5: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you, Nathaniel. Have you had any treatment yet for it? No. Okay.
6: I I I okay. had a
5: colon Wednesday and they pulled out 10 polyps and they left one, and I saw the black uh, thing that was attached to the colon that wasn't easily re- removing, you know, it looked like it was pretty much stuck You know, there, and uh, they removed 10 other ones, and one other one was, one other polyp was cancerous.
1: Okay, right. Okay, so... So just take a breath or two into your heart center Just regular breaths Just focus there with your breath if you would And let me just connect in with your With your body there for a moment We're asking for any and all information On behalf of Nathaniel Regarding his His physical being right now So, So it feels it's still very inflamed. Um, I'm not sure where, whether they told you where they removed all the polyps from. It feels like, um, as I'm looking at you, that right, um, I'm trying to remember my anatomy, the, the right part of the colon that, that curves over from ascending to transverse colon um, is very inflamed. But I believe that the challenged area is on the left-hand side, um, also around that curve where it goes from the transverse colon down into the descending colon. Did they tell you where this was located?
5: Uh, you know, I'm going to need surgery down to rectal, rectal, uh, sigmoid rectal. And yeah, that's, that's the, the area. Is.
1: Okay, okay.
5: That's so, still low, yeah.
1: got it. So it it is it is a nasty area for sure. And um and one of the things that I want to say to you is is that you're not limited to just allopathic medicine to empower you on this journey. But you do need to address it. How you choose to address it is a personal choice. I would invite you to add something like ho'oponopono to your healing ritual. Um and if that resonates with you, do me a favor, Nathaniel, and and schedule some schedule a free heart healer session with me, and I'll give you the language for it, so that you can so that you can work with that. Okay. So is there a but phone you...
3: number? I don't. Is there another phone number? I don't have a PIN or anything with me right now, but. Uh,
1: no, I don't worry it about down. it. If if you go to um, the Heart Healer Radio Network and and you look at any of the um, archive archived descript- or the descriptions of any of the archived shows, including this one, you will see a link to um, um, Is it on there actually? You know what? It isn't. Um, so go to com. That link is on there and just remember, go to the contact page, C-O-N-T-A-C-T and you'll see link there to schedule a complimentary free heart healer session. And I'm happy to so give I, you the information since we don't have time to do it on air tonight. Yeah. Uh,
3: I EileenTheHeartHealer.com
5: mean and, and
1: then click on contact. Go to the contact page that, and there's a link there the, to schedule your free heart healer session.
5: Okay. Okay, thank you. All right, oh, and if the cool times
1: cool. that are cool. available don't work for you, then just email me and let me know through through the website that you are on the Blog Talk radio show, that we talked about, yada, yada, whatever it is, and and that the times with our time zone differences don't work for you, and we'll figure out a time that will, okay?
5: You're the best, I Eileen. Mean. Thank you. Thank
1: you so much, Nathaniel. You're in my heart, sweet man. You're in my heart, oh, okay. okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Thank you. All right, we have time for one more caller. I know that we have a couple more callers in the queue, and I apologize that RJ is not with us tonight. We're going to go to area code 804. You are live and on the air. May I have your first name and where you're calling from, please?
6: Yes, good evening, Eileen. My name is Hugh. i Calling from the center of the universe That's what they call Ashland, Virginia I love your work And (laughs) I would like to speak with you Off air to help bring more attention Because I'm in the veteran self-care system What a place to be But I do practice the holistic And spiritual self-healing At the same time But that's that's not my question My question is Mm -hmm. probably going to be Geared toward the Akashic Records I'm an empath And I have a quantum entanglement with someone who's very well-known globally and very heavy into the ego. I'm looking to help that person shift into a more spiritual way, and I just want to see what you pick up on that.
1: Um, do you want the solution, or do you want information about it? I no, think the solution uh, is really the most important piece, isn't it?
6: Whatever you feel is best.
1: I think the solution is the most important piece. And then I have somebody that I would like to connect you with um, um, in case you are not familiar with them. Um, you know, let me do that first before I forget. Please connect with Rishi Eric Infanti, R I S H I Eric, E R I C, Infanti, I N, in Frank, A N T I. You can reach him through Facebook. He has an extraordinary program for veterans. He is a Marine vet himself, a prolific writer, a yogi, an amazing young man. And I would love for the two of you to connect so that you can see if you can support each other in what you're doing. So I want to say that to you first. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, so Hugh, um, anytime we want to share or create change for someone else. We have to take a look at what we believe about the issue. I'm very much a Ho'oponopono practitioner as well as teacher. And so I want to give you a quick solution. If you believe in the principle, which Ho'oponopono is based upon, that we are all 100% responsible for everything that we create, just not consciously, right, then whatever it is that is this quantum entanglement as you've used language to describe it is in you first or is in you as well because you're participating in it on whatever level you are. So to clear it, it's a real simple phrase to whatever memory or data you can replace memory or data with energy. To whatever energy, memory or data or energy, is within me that is the cause for this person suffering, you name the person, that I am to atone for. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. And, and to say it often. Because essentially what you are doing is you are saying, I love you, to the cause of the issue, to whatever it is that is the reason this person, as you perceive them to be, is not in their hearts, with themselves and with other people. So therefore, there is suffering going on on some level, correct?
6: Yes, I would like to... I wanted to hear what you had to say first. I have identified myself globally, and I would love to do that as a confirmation for what you said, and for people to really pay attention to what you told me for in their lives. If I can share that, I think it's gonna be a shocker uh, to everyone and to you too, but I still wanna stay with you to help you with your work. It's so important what you're doing. It needs to be out there bigger and better.
1: Thank you, Hugh. I appreciate that.
6: That's that's, that's up to that you is, whether you if I can identify up, myself. That's I'm I'm sorry. It's up
1: to you. This is totally oh, up yes, to you. yes, that would be
6: wonderful. Yes, because I've had such a, a bizarre life. I still have to pinch myself once in a while to see if uh, it's really me. But uh, mm-hmm. my first name is Hugh H U G H. Last name Charles, and is spelled T like Tom, R A U L S E N like Nancy. It can Put it on YouTube or Google it. There's a big website. If you Google three words, it's going to have all kinds of documents, interviews, and information. Simply Google my last name, Trollsen, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N, the word and, A-N-D, and then Trump, T-R-U-M-P. I have a quantum entanglement with president trump i look to support any president office to unite the country but uh what maya angelo had said to me about words is what i want him to uh resonate with finally so he'll choose them more carefully and i don't know his true heart that's where the honopono that you said is so important yeah. so i, okay. I send Light and love, but I stand in truth and light. And when you see what I've been through, I've got at least a few books and a blockbuster movie looking to come out of me, but it's not (laughs) all about me, but it's about me showing you how my faith has seen me through some pretty interesting life circumstances. So, on that note, if you hang on to my number, I really want to talk to you because nurses, too, are deep in my heart. They don't get paid enough, Mm. and there's things that I can do to empower them with my business partner and I'll, I'll, I don't do personally information inbound or outbound on the internet. It's all done by people who interact with me. So if you can make mm-hmm. the gentleman now aware of me, I even have a page, Veterans Uniting America, that I think he will find quite interesting.
1: Wonderful. Please, please consider as we go back to the focus of the reason for your call that this process is something that I do all the time. Because it is for the system, for those people that are in the systems that are affecting all of us and that are not functioning in their most ideal state. But they are functioning in the way that we are in need of at this time for our right. own personal growth and evolution. But there is, there is absolutely no reason that we cannot hold that space and keep clearing within ourselves whatever is the source of suffering and the root cause for all that we see outside of us that is suffering to us. And so that's why when we do the phrase, to whatever memory or data is in me, that is the cause of what I see as suffering, or is the cause for this person's suffering, Or is the cause for this person's behavior? Or is the cause for this person's choices and actions that I am to atone for? I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. It is applicable to anything and everything, to humanity as a species, to individuals, to our world leaders, to Mother Earth to the buildings we live in, to anything and everything that we identify as having consciousness. And so it's a public service act to do this, if that makes sense to you here.
6: It does. And as I get off with you too, there's two interesting things that maybe your listeners might look at. There's a beautiful YouTube presentation titled Ego, The Ultimate Chess Game. And it's done by a group of psychologists, very well done. And mm-hmm. what you keep talking about, the Honopono. I don't know if you're familiar with a, a lovely singer by the name of Ina E N A V V I E. She does a beautiful rendition of the Honopono song.
1: I do not, but I will be happy to look it up. Thank you for sharing that with me. I love listening to different renditions of this beautiful prayer. And there right. are many beautiful ones. Um, the Attic yes, Sound can- is another one. The Attic Sound she's is another one. That has all around the
6: world. Maybe you can have her as a guest sometime. She, she's a world, me.
1: Lovely, lovely. I don't usually have guests on air. Um, we oh, just okay. do the live readings, but thank you all for right. the suggestion. And, all Hugh, right. thank mm-hmm. you. Our time is coming to a close, so thank you so much for choosing to join us here today, and I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Have a wonderful evening.
6: Thank you. So take care, and God bless.
1: God bless. Thank you. All right. I'm so sorry that we cannot reach the rest of the people that are in the queue. Please give us a call next Sunday. We're here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Um, The queue opens up at 645 p.m. Please join us at that time to be more assured of getting your live reading on air. I am so grateful for everyone that chose to open up their heart and share themselves with us tonight here on the heart healer radio network. And we're going to close the show out as we do each week with a very quick conscious heart connection. So as long as you're not operating heavy machinery or, (laughs) or driving, go ahead and close your eyes, relax your abdominal muscles and take a couple of nice deep, slow breaths. Uncross your knees and ankles and have your arms be comfortably relaxed on your lap. And as you breathe, let your breath focus as if it is going into and out of your heart center. That beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. The place where love emanates from, and where we receive love into. The place where we access that connection to our inner wisdom, our soul essence. And as you breathe into and out of your heart center, know that this is one of the most amazing and simple gifts that you can give yourself. For the heart can do what the brain cannot. It brings all of the organ systems into beautiful harmonic balance. And even though we think of the brain as our central intelligence agency, right? It isn't. It cannot bring all of the parts of us into harmonic balance with its vibration of love. And what we know is that love is the highest vibration, just not the highest measurable because we can't measure it. Gratitude is. And whenever we hold that higher vibration of love, it is healing for us and for everyone around us. For every time we breathe into and out of the heart center, a waveform of love emanates from us in all directions, a gift of love to everyone. So let's send that love down to Mother Earth. And as that love enters the earth, it goes right to the core, to the heart of the mother, and expands out in all directions immediately and rapidly fills the earth, a gift of love to her and all who dwell within her. And as it comes through the surface of the earth, it is a gift of love to all who dwell upon her, you and me and everyone else. And it just keeps going through our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above Mother Earth and beyond our atmosphere into the universe, to the beginning of all that is to the one heart of love. And remember, whatever we send out comes back to us multiplied. And so with your next breath in, breathe in that love that you gifted out simply by choosing to breathe into and out of your heart center. And for that, thank you. For we are all connected at the heart. We are all one. Whether we are consciously knowing of it or not, it is what it is. Good. I hope you enjoy that feeling and I invite you to do this little exercise as often as you think of it. And I thank you and all of our callers tonight for coming on air and sharing their time. Join us again here on the Heart Healer Radio Network, here on Blog Talk Radio, every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer, and it has been my pleasure to serve you this evening. Have a wonderful week. I send you blessings of love and gratitude and wish you a good night.